So every year, about this time, on about, about this day, we're given this text by the Church of the Annunciation. And the Church gives us this text uh, not just to give us a bit of the backstory to remind us of how it is that Mary ended up with a child in her womb, but more importantly, because Mary models to us how to respond to the goodness and the promises of God, yeah? The impossible things that God wants to do in our life, that God continues to sort of put before us as a promise, uh, Mary models how to be open to that, how to respond to that invitation of God, yeah? I just want to focus today on these first words of the angel to Mary. He says to her, Rejoice, so highly favoured, the Lord is with you. Now at this point, it doesn't seem like she said anything. She was deeply disturbed. She was asking herself, what does that mean? What can that mean? Has, he got, has this angel got the right person? Is this really happening? Right? It must have been a bit obvious to the angel, I suppose, or maybe the angel just could read her thoughts or something. I don't know. Anyway, so he says again, Mary, do not be afraid. You have won God's favour. Listen. The first thing the angel does is stress to Mary her goodness, that she's loved, that she's favoured. That's the first thing he stresses. Why? Why is this the first thing? Well, it seems to me that unless we have accepted who God says we are, unless we've captured something of our, our goodness, how God sees us, then it's very hard for us to open up to anything more that God wants to give us. Very hard to open up to his promises, to the impossible thing that he wants to do in our life. Yeah. First and foremost, we need to recognise who we really are in God. That opens us up to everything else that God wants to do in and through our lives. Most of us really struggle with this, don't we? can so easily allow our weakness and our failures, our thoughts about ourselves to, to dictate how we see ourselves, yeah, as opposed to um, what God says about us. This is a big struggle for us. But we need to keep reminding ourselves, yeah, um, we need to keep sitting and pondering uh, God's word. The, the, the message of the Old Testament, the message of Christmas, the message of Easter, the message of Pentecost and the story of the church is that we are already good. We're already good. We're already loved. We're already favoured by God. Yes, we are weak. Yes, we fail. Yes, we're human. Yes, we're hurt. But we are also created in God's image. And God loves us. God loves you. Yeah. You don't have to... Jump through hoops for that. He already loves you. Yes, there was some work that God needed to do for us to um, clear the path so that we could find our way back into the fullness of our life, into a, a life of wholeness and union with God. But, but we're already loved. So as we um, prepare for... Christmas, these last few days, perhaps, um, perhaps 
this could be a little point of reflection for you, um, just to enable you to be more open to whatever message that God, whatever the impossible is that God wants to do in your life and may want to reveal to you at Christmas, so you'd be more open to that. Maybe you could ponder these words of the angel over these next few days. Yes, I am good. I'm, I'm loved. I'm, I'm favoured. Not because of anything I've done, but because I'm creating God's image and God is relentlessly loving. He can't help but love me. Just, try, just maybe pray for a grace to really accept that more deeply uh, so that you can be more docile, more uh, available, more ready for whatever God wants to speak to you this beautiful celebration of Christmas.